college football, a full weekend of college football, not just Saturday. We've got games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, even Sunday and Monday. College football is officially back starting tomorrow. I mean, I know we had 10 games last weekend. I watched Notre Dame. Uh, I watched a little bit of Andy when they finally got the weather delay over with. But it just it wasn't the same. I mean, Notre Dame wasn't even playing in this country. <laughs> so I didn't really count it. Eminem Cartage Hotline's open, 502-384-1450. 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Get to Thornton's today. You might not need an icy cold thirst quencher because this is this is oh, man. beautiful weather. Amazing. It's golf weather today. A little yeah. windy, but that's a good thing this time of year. But go buy Thornton's anyway. Get yourself a 32-ounce fountain drink or smaller, only 89 cents. Take a buck in. You know what? Tell them to keep the change. Tip your local Thornton's clerk. All five cents. Six cents. Six cents. And get your 32-ounce fountain drink now. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Controversy in the studio. Oof. It's, I'm anxious, uh, anxious to hear your side. Okay. I will give you my side. Mike Rutherford, Rutherford Show, 3 to 6, right here on the Big X. I love to promote it at least once every quarter of a year. <laughs> I will uh, send a shout-out to the Rutherford Show with Mike and Trevor Kelsey. If you listened to my show yesterday, I was admiring the Cookie Lady Kazito, is that it? Yeah, Kazito Cookie yep. Lady Bobblehead. Mm-hmm. That was sitting prominently over here on the mantle. Almost with, within the arm's length of you. Yes, with the Slick Leonard bobblehead, the uh, uh, stuff you put on your hands to disinfect them, <laughs> a couple of UofL cups, a Pacers cup, somebody's golf scorecard that they're so proud of they had to put it up on the mantle. <laughs> Uh, a Romeo Langford picture, and there's this bobblehead, this cookie lady bobblehead, and I admired it. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, as I'm leaving the show, I decide, you know what? I really like that bobblehead. What the hell? Dugan Ryan, the boss here, has told me, yeah, you know, when we move studios, you can take anything you want out of here. There are posters. There's a Sandlot poster that if it wasn't so frazzled and beaten up, I would probably take. <laughs> a lot there of good are, stuff in here. There are great pennants from old teams. 74 world champion Pittsburgh Steeler pennant. By the way, keep your hands off that one. Don't That's worry. Mine. Yeah, don't worry. That is I'm mine. A, I'm not a Steeler fan. Baltimore Colts. No, not Indianapolis. Baltimore Colts. New York football giants. A Barry Larkin pennant. A Dr. Duncanstein, Daryl Griffith poster that is signed by Daryl Griffith. Although I don't think it's signed by Daryl Griffith. It has his alleged signature on it. I think it was signed by him. It was just the name who it was to was changed. Okay, well, whatever. There's some great stuff in it. Absolutely. American or Baby Dream Team photo. There There are two pictures in the hallway framed portraits of Larry Bird and Magic Johnson in action Celtics versus Lakers. Two of them. I've told Dugan, 
when when this place closes and we move to another studio, those are going to my house. He said, fine. So I'm under the impression that if it doesn't have your name on it, it's fair game. Mm-hmm. I know it's Mike Rutherford's. I've ho- I've heard the story. He he lost all of his bobbleheads in the move. The station moved. They were basically stolen from him. Not allowed to take him out of the old studio that he used to work at. And you know, he got a new one. Tra- Trevor, somebody got him for him for his birthday. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That's great. No name on it. I'm taking it. I like it. I'm taking. So yesterday I'm listening to the Rutherford show, which is another rare thing. (laughs) And they start talking about who could have taken this bobblehead. And I felt, here's when I felt bad, Scoots. First of all, Scoots did not know I took it. No. Out of this studio yesterday. I have no idea. I have no idea. And and it's, it's been and, hard and on you me. you kind of got blamed for it. Yeah, it's been hard on me because I'm being labeled as an accomplice. When <laughs> I, I have no idea what happened to the bobblehead either. Uh, so we've got, a, we've got a wall between us. My, my purpose is we got the golf scramble, the Big X Sports Radio golf scramble coming up on Friday. Mike's team includes Scooter, TJ, and Nick from the uh, Kentucky Roll Call Show. I wasn't asked to be on that team. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm a D player. They got. I guess they got enough D players. They didn't. They didn't want me. So this comes down to. So I had to get up my own team. <laughs> so I'm bringing the same team I brought last year that shot two under. Scooter's team last year shot eleven under. Yeah. Now Rutherford was not on the team last year. No. He is on the team this year. I wanted a friendly wager with Scooter. He said no. They beat us by nine shots last year. With the college, college golf. And I'm bringing the exact same team that shot two under last year. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the bobblehead, and if Rutherford's team can beat my team, I'll give it back to him. But if not, that's what I get. I, I get the bobblehead. So where- I'm not losing anything. If, you, if he wins, I give him the bobblehead back. That's it. But you don't get the bobblehead. I, I, I keep it if you don't beat me. And uh, uh, any ties, I win. Is the bobblehead safe? The bobblehead is safe. I didn't cut a toe off and mail it like uh, somebody <laughs> suggested on the text line. <laughs> Trevor texted me, want to know if this was a ransom situation. No. No. I don't want money. This is not a ransom situation. You don't need to trade me a different bobblehead to get the cookie lady back. This is all about friendly competition on Friday. That's it. I took it. I like it. I want it. But if I lose, I'll give it back. Well, we've now got some motivation to beat you all because TJ sure. TJ has dubbed this the Cookie Lady Bowl, and we've got to beat you all. It's a great bobblehead. It is great. It is safe. From what little I saw, it, yeah. It is safe. It is unharmed. It will not be harmed. Even if I lose, I will give it back in the exact same condition from which I took it. All right? Seems fair. No, it's completely unfair. It's not mine. <laughs> I stole it. I mean, I admit it. I'll be I'd be surprised if I don't have somebody knocking on the door here in the next forty five minutes wanting to cuff me and take me out of here. I'm sure you saw the missing posters on your way. I in. did. The Casito <laughs> Cookie Lady missing poster. This turned into way more than I ever imagined. Way more than I ever imagined. I took it, I was gonna text the show yesterday, the Rutherford show. I did. First of all, those idiots couldn't even find the text. <laughs> now, 
I get one text a day, maybe two. They get a bunch. Well, and they joked on that. In in to the to give credit where it's due, they got a lot more listeners. They get a lot more texts than I did. But I texted, "Hey, Mike, I've got your cookie, lady, and you'll get it back if your team can beat my team on Friday." He thought I was a Georgia Tech fan. <laughs> What are you talking about? I'm talking about our golf teams. And I'm sorry that they now are going to blame me if Georgia Tech beats Louisville because I've messed up the whole oh, yeah, of the you, yeah. studio. Vibes are off. You you messed up all the vibes oh for them. God. So, so yeah, That's all your fault. And here's another thing. Don't expect me to have it with me on Friday. There's no way I'm going to have the – Cookie Lady Bobblehead in my car or in my golf bag or anything else on Friday. You'll get it back if you win <laughs> in the condition that it is in right now, which is perfect. But I don't want to win and then all of a sudden you're breaking into my car to get the cookie lady out. <laughs> I don't get think, her back. I don't think you would stoop to nefarious levels so, like that. Well, they think I'm nefarious now. <laughs> I'm not. In fact, I, here's when I felt bad. When they are, before they read the text that I sent, they're going over who could have taken it. <laughs> they blamed you. Oh, yeah. They blamed TJ. Uh, I think they blamed Trump. They blamed Frank. They blamed Frank. Poor Frank. Poor Frank, who just just trying to live his life. <laughs> Leave him alone. He's they blamed gonna... everybody. And they, well, and Mike said, God love him. Spears wouldn't do it. He's too nice a guy. <laughs> That's when I went, oh, man. Man, first of all, he doesn't know me very well. Nope. And secondly, Clearly. that hurt. That uh, that hurts. <laughs> Buzz Frank wants to know, do I need to lock down everything in the goat, goat pen section of the Manual Stadium press box? <laughs> yeah, you might. You might want to. If there's anything cool like a Gazito Lady bobblehead. If there's any bobbleheads in there. I thought about bringing my Justin Timberlake bobblehead in and put, putting it in place it. of the cookie lady and see if he noticed. <laughs> but the cookie lady's very yellow, you, yellow dress, so he wouldn't notice. You actually should have. That would have been hilarious. So, Mike, if you're listening, and by the way, he listens to my show just as much as I listen to his. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. If you are listening, I got her. She's fine. Win on Friday. You don't have to win. Just beat my team, and you'll get it back. <sighs> so any more questions, Scoots? I'm good. Is that it? Are we good on that uh, contract? This has just I'm just spot. glad. To... How long did they spend on a three-hour show on this topic oh, yesterday? every bit of two hours. That was the thing. They started their show. They were feeling good. Then they talked about the Nolan Smith thing, and they Mike was saying, well, this is going to be the worst part of the show. And then just two hours of Cookie Lady after that. You threw off the whole vibes. That is called giving them free content. Yeah, for sure. Free content. And I'm, I've am i spent 14 minutes on it now. No, oh, and we talked about That's it for- way too much. Probably 30 minutes this morning. You and the boys? Yeah. Everybody's just confused what happened to it. Nothing happened to it. It's in, it's in tip-top shape. It's just no longer sitting on the mantle that it was sitting on. That's all. Okay. It's been moved. I believe it's, you. It's been relocated to to better facilities. So not here. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's in a cabinet out front. You don't know. You don't know what I'm capable of. <laughs> Let me ask you this. If it's on the premises, mm -hmm. 
can you say that I stole it? Because I really don't want to get arrested. I mean, I don't think the I don't think you're in peril of being arrested. Okay, I think it's just a small old joke. I'm, I got, I Seems like it. I didn't sleep well last night. I got nervous. <laughs> and I still go back to when he said Spears wouldn't do it. He's a nice guy. Oh, man, that one hurt. He did call for a public boycott of your show, though. So if <laughs> well, you don't get any texts today. Based on the text line, it's working. <laughs> 414-1450. Should I keep the cookie? Lady. By the way, and they in no way sponsor any of these shows. Those are great cookies. Yeah. The ones at the ball games that she carries around on her head mm-hmm. and the little shop. I think it's on Bardstown Road across from Impelazari's there. Does she still do the carry them on her head at games? I haven't been to a game this year, uh, but uh, yeah, I think so. I think she does. She did last year. But like everybody, you know, everybody's getting older. Yeah. So I don't know if she's still doing it this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texture says, I listen to two shows a day, if possible. I listen to Spears on Sports for Sports Radio. Well, you're not getting Sports Radio today. And I listen to the Rutherford Show to remind me, my, ra- remind myself how lucky I am to be normal. <laughs> I like that. That's hilarious. Texture says, you're the man, Spears. Keep poking Rutherford in the eye. <laughs> All right. Th- this is turning into me versus him. It is. And yeah. it shouldn't. I like Mike. I've only, you know, met him a couple times. Obviously, he doesn't want me on his golf team. <laughs> Other than that, I got no problem. All right, Omaha beat the Bats last night right here on the Big X 4-3 to in the first of a six-game set out in Omaha. They'll be back at it tonight, 7:35, 7:05 pregame. Nick Curran in Omaha against the Storm Chasers tonight right here on the Big X. Speaking of baseball, the Reds almost got no hit last night, Scoots. Did you oh, see this? Oh, I did. Eight and two-thirds innings, Alex Cobb, Spencer Steer with a two-out double in the top of the ninth. Reds lose to the Giants 6-1. They are now two back in the wild card race, and it's getting late early. I mean, it, it was an embarrassing loss, but it wasn't a complete embarrassment because we did get that hit. So, well, this, but this, still awful. The dude that awful. pitched that I never heard, uh, Alex Cobb. Alex Cobb, yeah. Harrison, the night before, I never heard Red, of. Actually, Harrison, the night before, who I'd never heard of, just was mowing the Reds down. And then last night, again, you get one hit and you lose six to one. Yeah, offense has just gone cold. Cubs That's beat the Brewers one nothing uh, to end a winning streak, eight game, I think, winning streak for the Brewers. The A's stopped the Mariners' winning streak. Three-way tie in the American League West for the top spot. Texas, wow. Seattle, Houston. Three-way tie. That's going to be fun going down the stretch. That is fun. Yeah. That is fun. I think they all still have a few games with each other left. I looked that up. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be fun. The Rangers beat the Mets last night. That's two in a row wins for the Rangers after they had really struggled. And Houston, it's it's – you know what? It's a it's a war of attrition, and Houston might be the best team in not only the West but in the American League. They beat Boston six to two on the road again last night. Brandon fought tonight, local boy, Trinity grad, Bellarmine alum, starts for Arizona in Dodger Stadium. Yikes! Tough. One. What a thrill that's got to be, though. Yeah, for sure. Although I'm you 23 know- years old, and I'm starting 
the uh, third in a three-game series in Dodger Stadium. You know, hot take here, John. Dodger Stadium is super old and it's historic. I hate Dodger Stadium. I think it is atrocious. It is not attractive looking at all from the eye. Yeah, but I'd still like to go there just to say. I would too. But it's, there's, that's ugh. the only stadium the Los Angeles Dodgers have ever had. Think about that. They moved in the late 50s, I want to say, maybe early 50s, from uh, Brooklyn to Los Angeles. Man, that's, uh, that's longevity. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of blue. whole lot of blue. And the uh, Angels uh, released everybody yesterday. I don't think they have a team left. Let me look this up because they released everybody. Six Los Angeles Angels were put on waivers. I guess they've given up, including Lucas Giolito, who they traded for at the break. Somebody's got to pick him up quickly. Reds. One of these teams has to pick him up quickly. Reds. Hunter Renfro, Randall Gritchick were both released. This was all uh, Thursday teams can win the claims, that will be revealed. So everybody puts a claim in on these guys, and Thursday you see who gets some of these players. Uh, Also, um, relievers Matt Moore, Ronaldo Lopez, and Dominic Leone, along with outfielders Hunter Renfro and Randall Gritchick. So six talented guys here, but the Angels have said we're cost-cutting here. Here's what they're going to save, Scooter. I saw this today. They're saving $7 million. By releasing these. Whoa. Yeah. Which means if they want to sign Otani n- next year, they only have to come up with $593 million of the $600 million they would have to <laughs> offer him to, to get him to ink. So that's good savings. Big, big right? difference. Yeah, yeah, that's good savings. You're saving <laughs> $7 million. All right, let's take a break. We'll talk college back. College, not college. Well, we'll talk a little Nolan Smith here on the other side, along with college football. And NFL football cutdown day was yesterday. That was awesome. And hard knocks. Scooter let me down. He didn't watch it last night, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A. on sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Another E by my producer. Good grief. He just booted that uh, comeback music. Had it set up for the outro, not the intro. Well done, dude. First day. It's my uh, first day. Texter says if the, uh, this is Buzz again, if the Dodger, Dodgers sweep the Braves and finish with a better record, does Mookie Betts leave over Acuna for MVP? I saw yesterday he is the new favorite now. He's having a great August. Mm-hmm. Not as good as Julio Rodriguez, but he's having a great August. Where does um, where does team record fall into this? I think in this situation, uh, it comes into play. Because they're neck and neck. They are. Acuna's been great. Mookie's been great. Acuna was better earlier in the year. Mookie's been great later in the year. Both teams have unbelievable records. Both teams, they, you know, they're gonna be one, two in the playoffs. So maybe. Uh, voters will say, well, whoever has a better record, that's who I'm voting for. Here's what it comes down to for me. Mookie, I think, has seven more homers. He has maybe around 20 more RBIs. But Acuna has almost 50 more stolen bases. Yeah. 
and that's really what separates him for me and the Braves record on top of that. Yeah, and uh, look, they might sweep the Braves. It's a four-game set starting tomorrow night, but I would be surprised. I would definitely be surprised if they swept uh, Atlanta. They're, they're, they don't get swept. They don't get swept. Uh, Buzz also says Dodger Stadium is a great place to watch a game. The Dodgers played at least one season in the Coliseum before Dodger Stadium was built. Wow, so, EU. Uh, no, no, I didn't say. You I said, said they never had another stadium. Well, they never had another new stadium. They haven't had a new <laughs> stadium since Dodger Stadium was built. They haven't had to move. like Unlike most teams, other than the Cubs and Red Sox, they haven't moved. Uh, it's not an E-me. I will never admit to <laughs> any errors that I may or may not have. Uh, another texture. I am cutting in and out. Am I coming across okay to you? Yeah. All right. It's it's uh it's my stuff. Um, another texture said there's rumors of Tony's car wreck being caused by Rutherford looking for his cookie lady. Wow. All right. I think we're. Uh, I'm done with the cookie lady conversation. <laughs> this is grumpy old man coming out now, Scoots. <laughs> All right, this is this you is, did this to yourself. This has gone way <laughs> overboard. You did it to yourself. Uh, oh my god! By the way, Julio <laughs> Rodriguez didn't play last night. Took the night off. The A's beat the Mariners. Here's a question for you: We all assume, and we've been assuming for about three months now, that mm-hmm. Shohei Otani was MVP in the American League. Mm-hmm. Any chance Julio Rodriguez, whose team may come back and win the West? Beats out Otani, whose team is not even in contention, and had a fire sale yesterday. Well, and that's what I asked you yesterday, but I, I absolutely think he can win it. He, he's, he, I don't even think the Mariners. His numbers are incredible. I don't even think the Mariners have to win that division for that to happen. I mean, you look at the Angels' record overall, it's not good. And yeah, Shohei pitches and he bats, but. Yeah. I mean, what Julio's done for the last year. Shohei Otani's so. the best player in baseball. Yeah. In no my doubt. opinion. And you're not going to get an argument However, on that. However, is he the MVP? I remember as a Cub fan, back in the mid-80s, early 80s, Andre Dawson won the MVP. The Cubs finished in last place in the division. Mm. And he won MVP. And there was a lot of flack about that. How can that be? Yes, he had 45 homers, 125 RBIs, whatever. They came in dead last. If you're an MVP... Your team cannot come in dead last. I agree. Because your value, it's in the word, it's in, it's the V part of it, is exaggerated. Your value wasn't good enough to bring your team out of the cellar. Now, you, it's not your fault. You hit 45 homers, 125 RBIs, everybody else on your team stinks. That's not your fault. But can you be an MVP anymore for a team that doesn't even make the playoffs? He was last year. Well, my thing with Otani is he's one of those players, a a guy that you could literally give MVP to every year just because there's nobody else. Nobody in does baseball. what he does. Exactly. Nobody does what he does. So do you the question is, do you start the precedent now with him, knowing that his team has been so poor, or do you wait until next year or the year after when he's actually on a contending team? Does he ever pitch again? I think so, yeah. He's got a UCL UCL tear, which is fixable. Yeah, but you know millions of guys have had that and had it fixed. Well, and that's not like a Tommy Johns thing either. Here's my question though. Do does he want to pitch anymore? Why not? Now, 
get your contract. Don't tell anybody you're not going to pitch. But he can play right field. He can be an all-star right fielder with an unbelievable arm, great speed in the outfield. He did it before they started saying, hey, you can't play the field when you're not pitching. Uh, And now he's just a DH when he's not pitching. Mm -hmm. He can play the outfield and be an MVP candidate for a contender. Can you imagine him in New York uh, with a short porch in right field? Yeah. I mean, I agree with you that he doesn't have to be a pitcher to be an MVP candidate. He can still be an MVP candidate every year without pitching. I think the question is, does he want to pitch anymore? I I mean, I don't see why not. He's had two injuries. He's got arm fatigue. By the way, speaking of arm fatigue, that's what's happened to the Reds. Mm -hmm. You got guys like Abbott who've thrown way more innings than they ever did. Well, I mean, and the offense just can't get anything going. Boy, we... That it's was, been bad. That was a great segue. It's I went from bad. Shohei to the Reds. Yikes. <laughs> <sighs> They're done, Scoots. They're done. I don't want yeah. to admit it. No, they're, they're done. They're only two games out of a playoff spot, and they got a great schedule coming up. Unless we get on a heater like we, we were early in the season. Yeah, we. I'm a Reds fan. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they have to get hot again. They've got to start hitting the ball. Give those, give those pitchers One run ball. each of the last two nights. Yeah, it's been bad. And tonight, oh, by the way, Logan Webb oh, for he's, San Francisco. He's about to get it. <laughs> he a, is about to get he's it. Got a 351 ERA. Yeah, it's, he's about, good. it's about to be 650. Hunter Green for the Reds. That's right. Um, What's his ERA? It's bad. 506. Okay. They should have kept him on the shelf a little longer. Maybe so. He has not looked good since he came Oh, back. He's going to look good tonight. Logan Webb's going down. I feel like he's tipping his pitches. When you give up that many home runs, they know what's coming. Or the fact that he throws the ball 102 mile an hour. So when it hits the bat, it's going to leave it up. But they don't know when he's going to throw it. If they know when he's going to throw it 102, that's what I think the problem is right yeah, now. Maybe I think so. he's tipping. Maybe so. All right. Um, NFL news. Patriots don't have a backup quarterback. They cut everybody. <laughs> cut <them all. laughs> Malik Cunningham, which we he had a good preseason game, but his second one was not as good, and they said goodbye to Malik. They cut Trace McSorley. Before they cut Malik Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Am I saying Malik? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Isn't that right? It's not yeah, McHale, is it? It is. No, I don't know what it is this year. <laughs> this year. I have no idea. They cut Trace McSorley first, which I thought gave Cunningham a shot. Sure. Then they cut Bailey Zappi. Now, Bailey Zappi did not play well in the preseason, and Bill Belichick does not play around. So they got Mac Jones. That's it. The plan for the Patriots is to bring – uh, Bailey Zappi back if nobody claims him on waivers. Why would they? To keep him from going back to the Patriots. If you're the Dolphins or even the Jets, why not? I mean, is that really going to help or the, the Patriots? Doesn't that- matter. You're keeping the the patch the, your divisional rival and Bill Belichick from getting him back. Yeah, but I mean, it's Bill Belichick. He's going to go out and no and find another guy. You know, uh, the Jets aren't going to do it. No. But Bailey Zappi is a backup to Josh Allen. What's wrong with that? Backup to Tua. What's wrong with that? Yeah. I know they. there are other guys in the league. By the way, Tanzel Smart got cut. Oh, hard knock. Oh. Killing me. There's your spoiler alert. Damn it. Well, that's not even in the episode. I just read that. How morning. good. Don't spoil this for me, but how good was the whole Rodgers versus the defender for the Giants in that last game? 
Because when they asked Rodgers about it after the game, he said, just wait till hard knocks. Oh, it was great. So it was awesome. It was okay. fantastic. Right, I'm cool. going to spoil it for you. No, don't. I have to. <laughs> Please don't. It's on me. Should, me. should I give you a a, a, a 24-hour waiver here and not spoil it? I mean, if you could, that'd be great. Randall Cobb was great. Got a, got a blindside block penalty <laughs> in the Giants game, and Rodgers – Lit him up in the huddle. Did he really? So, in a hilarious <laughs> way. Because they're buddies. Yeah. He was like, how, how old are you? <laughs> don't you know you, I mean, don't you, did you forget the rule? What happened? <laughs> and Rogers is laughing. It was a, gr- a good play. They had a big yardage on it, and they got called back because of a blindside block. Oh, man. He goes, I, I haven't hit anybody in a while. I just got excited. <laughs> Randall Cobb's great. And his wife, A+. plus. Big fan? Oh, big fan. A+. plus. Um, it starts out last night. Number eight was not happy at practice. He was unhappy with uh, – they had, I think, three three uh, guys dropped the ball. Three guys ran the wrong route. They had a false start. He well, was not happy. Well, and we had heard rumors about that, so I, I knew that was going to be part of it. So, anxious to see that. And the Sopranos music where they, they did the uh, – the th- Beginning theme from the Sopranos with Robert Sala driving the New Jersey Turnpike, just like the show. It was awesome. <laughs> it was. I didn't see it coming, and I heard the music. You know, you sometimes you're watching something, you're kind of half watching it, and I heard the music, and I just I sat up like, oh, <laughs> Sopranos music. Oh, they're doing a playoff of Tony Soprano driving the, the Jersey Turnpike. It's Robert Sala. It was great. I love Salah. As a Steelers fan, I think they have the best head coach in the NFL and Mike Tomlin, but if if we had to have somebody else, I'd be okay with Salah. Aaron Rodgers had the best line to a defensive lineman in the history of football. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Scooter, I w- text me when you watch it because okay. I want you to see it. Okay. It was you, – it's, you can't come back from it. <laughs> and he says later, hey, I used the line, he couldn't even come back from it. He, he he tried to. He couldn't. But it was good. Like I think there's one more episode next week. I don't know why there would be. There are no more games. But I think there's one more episode. Of course, t- yesterday was cut down day. So we didn't get to see anybody get cut except for the tight end that did the uh, rookie singing, the, the Eminem rap. Mm-hmm. He got cut less than 24 hours after the Giants game. That's a bummer. Uh, so that's a bummer. The guy that scored two touchdowns in the Giants game, kid named Erickson, I looked it up today. He got cut. Um, they got look. This happens every year. You watch Hard Knocks, and all of a sudden that team's going to the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter who it is. It was the Lions last year. You fall in love with these teams. Mm-hmm. I am such a big Aaron Rodgers fan now. Same. And four weeks ago, I was not. Same. I'm in the same boat. And I'm like, what a good dude. This this guy's great. I'd love well, you'd run through a wall for him. Well, and I think it's because it, you you get to see that they're actually real people. Like they're out there cussing and cutting yes. up yeah. and just having a good old time. I mean, just like all of us. Yeah. And they're just getting paid millions and millions of dollars. And and you fall in love with them, and all of a sudden you go, well, this this rookie wide receiver that's also a punt returner, he's pretty good. And they kept him. And this other rookie wide receiver, he's running great routes. And he's still got Cobb, and he's now he's got Garrett Wilson, who's obviously going to be his number one guy. Dalvin Cook didn't play against the Giants. He was street closed, but they kept Izzy Abanda Kanda Banda. <laughs> they kept him. 
So they got four running backs there on the roster. Don't forget um, about Nicole Hardman and uh, Alan Lazard, too. He's so, got some weapons. So you just go, man, that can be pretty good. They're in the division with the Buffalo Bills. They're in the division with the Miami Dolphins. That's a tough – the worst team in division is the Patriots? When's the last time we said that? It nope. was back when they had that Patriot guy hiking the football on their he- helmet. If I'm anybody else in the AFC East, I'm not scared of the Dolphins. Not one bit. Tyreek Hill? And I'm scared of him. <laughs> but Dolphins as a whole, I'm not scared of. Oh, yeah, he scares me. He frightens me. To, Absolutely. To my core. Um, do you got a, How many fantasy teams are you going to be on this year? Zero. You're not doing it at all? I'm, I'm taking a, a, a year off. I, I am doing like the DraftKings. DraftKings does fantasy lineups, but you don't have to pay attention to them. I don't have to set my lineups. It just puts my best players in. So I've done maybe 15, 16 of those. I got my draft coming up Monday night, Labor Day night. We do it every year, Labor Day night. Good luck. Don't Eight, take Jonathan Taylor. 18. Uh, he's on the PUP list. Yeah. So out, that, out four games. That means you miss four games, yeah. which is the same where place Kyler Murray is. Uh, it's the same place the Von Miller for the Bills is on the PUP. What that means is he's going to drop quick in your draft. So if you can snag him in like round eight or nine. Who are we talking about? Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Go ahead and pick him up. Yeah. He'd be a good asset at the end of the year. Does he do the, does he go the, uh, route of your old Steeler guy? Le'Veon Bell just say, I'm not going to play play a year. That'd be unfortunate. It's not, it'd be unfortunate for his contracts status because it, you got to get a year in the league here to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. He could be a free agent next year if he just plays, I, I guess it's 10 games. He'll play. Or is on the roster for 10 games. He'll play. Um, in any event, Jonathan Taylor, not traded. Thought he might be. Who's going to tank this year besides Arizona? Is anybody tanking for Caleb Williams? It's not Houston because they got C.J. Stroud. It, it won't it's not be Carolina because they got Bryce Young. Won't be anybody on purpose. Does anybody start 0-3 and then say, Uncle, we're, we're just not going to win anymore? I don't see it, no. Arizona's going to tank, though, which is surprising in itself because they got Connor Murray. But they've got, two, they've got their own pick and they got Houston's pick. You know the most likely candidate to they tank? They could go 1-2. And you're going to hate this answer, but – Go ahead. Atlanta. I could see them starting 0 and 3. And saying we and need then, this guy's not our quarterback. Exactly. I don't know. Over under Arizona Cardinal wins. What do you think it is right now? Three and a half. Three, ding, 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 ding. Come on. Well done. Did you look? No. I didn't think you did. Lucky guess. <laughs> Scooter's on fire. <laughs> he probably knows where the cookie lady bobblehead is. Dun, <laughs> Wish dun, I did. Dun. We'll take a break. Saw Come back. whole mystery. Check out the college football schedule for tomorrow night. All that and more. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. All new spicy chicken sandwich. Available at Anywhere y'all. Everywhere y'all. I heard it. I heard it. I heard it on the X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this hump day. Hump day. Wednesday. No show Friday. Big X golf scramble. You'd be out there getting your it, butt whooped. Elks run. Elk run, excuse me. Formerly Jeff Elks. That's why I call it Elks run. It's a hard habit to break. Um, myself, Tony Burke, Tom Schlayton. We call him Slugger. 
And Joe Bauer shot a two under last year. Hopefully slugger slugging it into the trees. And we had to make a couple of long putts to get hit the two under. Let me tell you the truth. And yet Scooter's team, which shot 11 under last year, won't bet me. That's Maybe. part of the reason that the cookie lady bobblehead is now missing. I'm mulling it over. Dun, dun, dun. Eminem Cards Hotline is open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Get your text into that number, 414-1450. Uh, college football starts tomorrow in uh, seriousness. We're in real time now. Woohoo! Florida and Utah at Utah. The uh, Utes are ranked 14th. My cousin Vinny, the judge's favorite team, the Utes. You don't understand that joke at all, do you? I don't. Yeah, that's just sad. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. That's that's really the game of the night. Uh, ESPN, 8 o'clock. Fox has Nebraska-Minnesota. Chuck. Is that good or bad? I don't even know. No, bad. Bad football. (laughs) Um, I checked the spreads this morning. Let's – Let's look at it again. Although Nebraska, they're getting some love for this upcoming Over season. Over under six in loss, wins losses. Yeah. So if they hit the number, they're going to a bowl game. Sure. I don't understand that at all. Uh, Minnesota is at home and a seven-point favorite. Florida is an underdog at Utah, four points. Florida had to leave town early because of the Gulf side hurricane that's uh, happening down there. So they are already, they are already in, in – uh, I don't know what city's at. That's not Salt Lake City. Whatever it is, they're in U- they're in the state of Utah. It's the only city I know in Utah. Uh, name another. NC one. State. If you're a Louisville fan, you got NC State coming up on the schedule. NC State's at UConn tomorrow. Now they're playing in East Hartford. They're not playing in Stores, Connecticut. So it's like Georgia Tech, Louisville playing in. They're not playing on Georgia Tech's campus. They're playing on the Mercedes Benz Dome. Uh, but Connecticut is a 14.5-point underdog at home, basically, to NC State. That hook's big. I love the hook. It's big. You either love the hook or you hate the yeah. hook. Uh, I think I'm going to give the points there, though, NC State. Little little preview of the Our Place Slickers six-pack. They don't have a quarterback. I don't care. It's UConn. It's not UConn basketball. They're, UConn's ready to explode. They're like a dormant volcano. Kentucky fan, you can check out the Missouri Tigers tomorrow night on the SEC Network. They are hosting South Dakota. Not the Jackrabbits. That's South Dakota State. What's South Dakota? Any idea? Hmm. I don't. <laughs> That's a, oh, they are an FCS school. Pronghorns. The Coyotes. Oh. How about that? Um, They're an FC. Aren't, are they the dominant FCS school? Aren't they always really good? I thought that was San Diego State. I thought that was Jackrabbits. No, you're thinking South Dakota State. South Dakota State. What did I say, San Diego? Yeah. So you're not the only one screwing this show up today. <laughs> Just so you know. Feels Friday, like a Monday. Friday, uh, Louisville, Georgia Tech, 730. It is now seven and a half. Uh, Louisville's favorite here, 48 and a half over under. I, I feel like Louisville fan is nervous. Which they haven't been lately uh, for football, and maybe it's because of this Nolan Smith thing. Because Nolan Smith, Louisville assistant basketball coach, 
considering or even trying to get the job with the Capital City Go-Go. It wore me out yesterday, by the way, Scooter, that uh, <laughs> Trevor kept calling them the Go-Go's like they were dancers. <laughs> it's the Go-Go. That's it. There's no S anywhere in this title. Capital City Go-Go. Well, we're just not used to mascots that don't end in S. The G League, like the Utah Jazz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the G League affiliate of the Washington Wizards. Apparently he wants this job. And Louisville fan is understandably worried that this is a reflection of how things are going in practice at Louisville. Right? Mm -hmm. As you connect the dots, if you're a Louisville fan, you're thinking, why would he want to leave to go be the head coach of a G League team, which is going to draw 800 people a night? And, you know, if that. Instead of assistant at Louisville, where if you if you do have a decent you know, bounce back year, maybe you're considered for a head coaching job in college basketball next year. Why would you do that? Unless things are going so poorly in practice that you see the writing on the wall and you're trying to just get out. That is the leap, and it's not a long leap. It's a short leap. That's the leap that Louisville fan has made in this situation. Do you mean from a player perspective? I mean, Logan, uh, Nolan Smith or Logan Smith, whoever, whatever his name is, E me again, is going to practice and going. This is not going to end well. We're gonna we're on our way to another five win season, six win season. I'm getting the heck out of here. Okay, that's what Louisville thinks. Nolan Smith is looking at this job. That's why they think he's looking for this job, well, or I've, for any job for that matter. I've also heard some rumblings of like tension between the coaches, assistant coaches. If you're not practice, you don't know. Right? It's all speculation. Everything is yeah. speculation if you're not there. For sure. I'm not there. Louisville fan, for the most part, is not there. I've got a source, but I I don't bring him in until I really want to know something, so I'm not going to bother him with it. Uh, that is at practice. A lot. But it's just a bizarre – it's as bizarre timing as Flowers leaving. Because did Flowers now? Now you you're trying to put the puzzle pieces together, and you're saying, "Well, maybe Flowers saw the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be any good. In fact, we stink." I'm going to go ahead and go play wherever he went, Australia, in a uh, pro league in Australia. I'm going to get the get the hell out of Dodge before this turns out to be a huge mistake being in Louisville. So I think football fan, Louisville football fan, is now like, Man, "We gotta, we gotta have a good year in football." Oh, yeah. Because we're not going to have a good year in basketball. All these signs are not good. And I think Louisville does have a good year in football. Uh, what did I pick them? Let's check. I got them 7-5. Uh, and five. I think you take that. Now, most people will say, wait a minute. They're going to be favored in more than seven games. Yes, they are. Notre Dame is – I watched Notre Dame. I know it was Navy. Notre Dame is talented. You got to go to NC State on a Friday night. That is not a not a good recipe for success. Kentucky has owned you the last several years. Even though you're playing at home, they've owned you. You go to Miami. By the way, Miami plays Friday night at seven against Miami <laughs> of Ohio. That's a great schedule scheduling right there. The Miami Red Hawks and the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, they're or, in South Beach, though. You, you think they got a trophy? Battle of the Miami? They should. Yeah. They should. 
Um, the Hurricanes are 16 and a half, by the way. But you got to go to South Beach. You still got to go to Pitt. It's, you know, and any other stumble, and you're talking six losses here. Now, but win one of those games, just win one of them, and win the other games you're supposed to win, and you're eight and four. So I don't discount eight and four. I pick seven and five, but eight and four to me is the number that Louisville fans should be saying, that's what we want. Get me to eight, and I'm happy. By the way, you got a text in to the show. Texter says, Louisville fan is nervous about Georgia Tech because Louisville was supposed to beat Syracuse last year and got rocked. I'm a Louisville fan and cautiously optimistic because of recent opener disasters. Louisville, 31-17. Okay, here's the difference. Mm -hmm. Syracuse was better than anybody thought they were going to be. Oh, yeah. They were good. Uh, Now, (laughs) other side of it is, who's to say Georgia Tech? Not the same, exact same thing. Exact same thing. Sure. Okay. But when you look at all the analytics and all the talking heads and you watch stuff, Georgia Tech's not supposed to be very good. And the argument is, yeah, neither was Syracuse. That's a great argument, by the way. I just, they got to win this game. Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to beat Murray State. You're going to beat Indiana. Sorry, who's your fans? Facts are facts. Facts are facts. I mean, you ha- and Boston College at home, that should be a win. you got to beat Georgia Tech. It's the Brom opener. It's the Brom opener. Texture, now this might be for the KRC guys, but Texture says uh, South End Josh. You know South End Josh, by the way? Yeah. He texts in all the time. You don't have to key in on Jeremy Flax to know he's awful. Just watch the play at Florida when the defensive end had made no move and just shoved him into a running Will Levis. Guys, cheeks. What's that mean? Uh, what do you young guys call that? That means he's bad. He's butt. I don't know why we're talking about Florida. I guess it's you know Florida, Utah tomorrow night. Kentucky fans are freaking out. So this was for, a, or for KRC in okay. the morning, but... Kentucky fans are freaking out because they have four good offensive linemen and one guy that's unknown, which is Jeremy Flax. So they're they're kind of freaking out. Don't worry about Florida. You better worry about the the Mac and going to Vanderbilt. Yeah, I hate to say that if you're a Kentucky fan, you can, <laughs> Florida's on a back burner. That's that's like Louisville saying, "Man, well, I can't wait to get to this Notre Dame game." Uh, hold the phone. You got to go to NC State the week before that. Kentucky has a better chance against Florida than Louisville does Notre Dame. Uh, Yeah, I would agree with that. Hard to not agree with that. But that's only because Florida's down. Yeah. And Notre Dame has Sam Sam the throwing man who uh, I think did a number on Louisville before when he was at Wake Forest. The cookie controversy, the cookie lady controversy continues. I don't know if Rutherford will have an update three to six this afternoon. Sure he will. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Anywhere you're.